Hi, everybody. This is Chris Rivera. I uh, spoke to you guys yesterday, and um, I have with me Katie Maddox, and she's the founder and CEO of Millennial Accounting. Um, she'll be doing a deep introduction in a moment. I just want to make sure that everybody's safe and sound out there heading into the Labor Day weekend. Um, and talk today, we're talking about the nuances of remote working. Uh, but surprisingly, Katie and I are both remotely, uh, <laughs> are remote and then also doing this for our audience today. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But first, uh, Katie, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, please tell our audience everything about you. Everything? That's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> well, my company... Relevant to accounting. Short version. Uh, my company, Millennial Accounting, is turning four years old next month. And uh, yeah, woohoo. And uh, I also have a speaking business. I speak to women on helping them find purpose in their pain and turn their trauma into triumph on uh, healing from sexual trauma. And yeah, I've been working remotely for years now. I started in the corporate world and then realized I don't need to have somebody directing my life. I don't need to have them telling me when to go on vacation. I can just take my computer and go work from Costa Rica, Vietnam. Yes. World. So Love I was it. like, why would I ever want a boss, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. So, so have you, you've always, uh, so you've never really had an office or you just started working remotely right away. So tell us about that. I was actually, I had a corporate job and then I moved overseas and I was living in Asia and I got really sick. I got a really severe case of dengue fever. And so I had oh. to come home and recover. And my mom has owned her accounting firm now for about 34 years. And wow. so, well, I had worked for her all through high school to get cash. So I'd done basic bookkeeping for years. And she said, you know, I'm not taking on new clients. My plate is full, but I'm constantly bring up being approached to take on new clients. So she goes, I have one that's been requesting me. Why don't I give them to you? Because I was at my parents' house recovering from the sickness and I couldn't go back into corporate world. Right. So she said, why don't you work on this while you're here? And then when you're better, you can go back to your, you know, your regular life. Got and uh, so after doing that for about six months, I said, so I can just keep doing this, but go back to my backpacking life. I don't have to go back to my corporate job life. And right. so I thought, well, why would I ever do that? So I took on another couple of clients. And for the first year of my business, I was backpacking um, Asia and Europe. And That's I've awesome. been in Miami now for November will be two years. And so some of the time I'm working here, some of the time I'm working overseas. Uh, I now have a team that works with me too. So it's, it's great. Yeah, no, that's really awesome story. Um, uh, similar to me, I, I, um, I've been doing client relations for, for over 15 years now, um, but I, I'm fairly new to the accounting industry. However, uh, the idea of remote working throughout many industries has just been a given. I mean, remote working is nothing new. It's been around since the 80s, right? But the accounting industry is, 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 is interesting because there was a lot of hesitations there to do so. Did you have any hesitations, you know, starting off or? Since for me, it was kind of a means to an end. I didn't really have any fear because it was supposed to be a short term solution. You know, it was just going to be, I was going to do this one client for my mom. It was a huge cleanup job. It took six months. Women had four companies that were commingled and the person that was doing her books, we were like, how did she even get here? You know, it, it was such a mess. It took us six months to detangle 
my mom was helping me because it was way more complex than we thought it was going to be. And so I was like, well, I'll just get this one cleanup job done and then I'll wash my hands of this, you know? So it, had I realized that this was going to turn into a four year remote business with multiple clients and multiple teams, I probably would have been a little more, little bit more scared than I was. <laughs> right, right. You just you were in the right situation at the right time, and it just, uh, it, it just everything fell into place, which is awesome. So it works, and you've been um, doing this for some time now. So there are a lot of starting a new new firm, or um, now with the pan- ongoing pandemic, you know, trying to become fully virtual or or partly virtual has been kind of uh, uh, some hiccups along the way, right? And, and you make it easy, <laughs> no big deal. But um, what would you recommend some firms, you know, thinking about this? Um, so either starting their own firm or, or trying to move that step over to becoming fully virtual. I think having an onboarding process is a game changer because not only does it kind of give you a structure, okay, every time somebody emails me as a prospective client, I do this. And then we, you know, I, for me, if somebody contacts me, the first thing I do, I say, thank you for reaching out to Millennial Accounting. Can you answer a few more questions so I can get to know a little bit more about your business before we even go into anything? Here's a list of five questions. What systems are you using? Are your books up to date? Are you in QuickBooks? What industry is your business? Because some of them, they, by answering that, I can say I'm, we're not a good fit and I'm not wasting my time. And I'm not wasting your time, you know, yep. um, and just having that process in place. Okay. When they answer that, then it goes to a free consultation. Okay. Then it goes to the interview and assessment. Having that onboarding process makes it easier on me. I'm not trying to constantly reinvent the wheel, right? Every time somebody calls me. And secondly, I can, I can tell that to the client, you know, the first time that we have a meeting, I'll say, here's my process. I do A, you do B, I do C, you do D, I do E. And that builds trust with them because they're like, oh, this isn't a new business. She knows what she's doing. Even if they have no idea if I know how to do accounting correctly, <laughs> they have some sense of organization. There's some sense of process because a lot of people, when they're right. looking for accountants or bookkeepers, they're already kind of in chaos mode or they wouldn't be calling us, you know? Right, right. Oh, well said. Um, you're absolutely right. It's so for you, you automatically had to train your client. This is the way um, we're going to do business if we're going to do business. So you're getting the, the right client. And, and a lot of times, you know, it's, it's about the quality of the client. You want to you know, make this a, a mutual benefiting relationship and they're there for you. And so you're setting those expectations. They're liking you. You're, you're, you're coming at them so organized. Like you said, you don't even know if you know accounting, but they're comfortable. And that's the key thing. All right. And trying, and now trying, if you're becoming fully virtual, I mean, most of the clients are understanding that things have changed and um, you know, what are the next steps, but it starts with you, you know, the, the, uh, the, the owner and uh, CPA. So you got to make sure that you know what your expectations are and outline clearly. Otherwise the client is going to kind of get lost in the mix. Right. And knowing what your expectations, like exactly what you said is so important, not just being able to voice them to them, but know what they are. When people contact me and they say, yeah, I want somebody who's 30 hours a week. I say, I'm not for you. I can't give you 30 hours a week, you know, or if they say I want somebody in-house, I say, I'm remote only. I'm sorry. I'm not coming to your office, you know? So some of the things we can just weed out at the beginning, because I know what I want. I know what kind of clients work well with me. I'm often overseas. We don't, we don't necessarily do like we plan phone calls, but they, 
people can't just pick up the phone and call me. I keep my phone on do not disturb. I have planned hours of phone calls during the day. And if I'm overseas, I tell my clients, Hey, I'm going to be overseas for these dates. If you need me schedule time, we do a zoom. You know what I mean? So they have to be willing to work with certain types of, of remote businesses. They have to be comfortable with that or it's going to cause friction. Nobody's going to be happy. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of benefits of working remotely. So um, what would you say top three or five um, benefits are? I think there's no income cap is one of the top ones. There's, there's no boss, right? You get to decide how much you work. I feel like that's kind of hand in hand, like calendar and income. You decide how much you work. You decide when you work, you decide where you work. There's just so much freedom. Um, Secondly, you don't have to be in relationships with people who, who aren't kind to you, frankly, you know, like you don't have to be in an office or be around people. You might take on clients that you don't necessarily prefer their personality, but since you're never really in the room with them, you only have to deal with that occasionally. And, (laughs) or being the business owner, you know, I never put my clients in contracts. I always tell them if for any reason that you're unhappy, you are free to leave. If any reason that I am unhappy, I'm going to dissolve our partnership. You know, there's no reason for there Good to idea. be action. If they're unhappy, right. why would I hold them in a contract? Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. And because essentially, I mean, the same thing with, with me, I, I, I visit clients via Zoom. We've been using Zoom for almost two years now. And so rarely do I get to meet them one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so the expectation is set there. And so you're absolutely right. If the client's comfortable with that, there's going to be no issues with it. And then when I travel, I try to get and visit with clients uh, when I can. And it's always, you know, a great experience to do so. But setting those expectations again, a lot of benefits. But also, I think, too, um, is health. Uh, I find that being um, more productive, uh, making your own schedule, very important, like you said. Mm-hmm. But I just feel that if, if I want to, if I want to work at eight o'clock at night, I can work at eight o'clock at night. If I want to work at 6 a.m., I don't feel like I'm, 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 I'm on a specific schedule. So then I'm able to take uh, more productive breaks, go to the mm-hmm. gym or outdoor exercise, whatever you can do. Uh, I find that there's a lot of health benefits. What do you think? I definitely agree. I was in a car accident for the last year. I was in physical therapy for two to three hours a day you know? And so I just, it was so refreshing to be able to say, okay, assistant, here's the work I need you to do. I'm going to be out of the office from one to five, four days a week, you know, but I'm still going to be able to run my business. I have a team in place. I have a process in place. My clients, I keep them in the loop, you know, these are the times that's good to call me. These are the times that I'm available to you. You can always text me if there's a, that having that open line of communication, so they don't ever feel like they can't get a hold of you. You know, I'm like, don't text me business questions. It's not secure. But if I'm at the doctor and you have a quick question and they'll text me, hey, Katie, I have a quick question. Can I call you? Sure. Yeah. I'll pick up the phone at PT. You know, like that's fine. So, yeah, I think health is, is everything. Health is the new wealth. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that's crazy to hear that you, right, you go down, but your business keeps on going. It, it's incredible. If you were, if, if you're not having that remote aspect of your firm in place, holy cow, you, know, you might have put a pause to your business. And so that just shows like being remote, virtual, you're, you're, you bring it, bring anything on, bring a pandemic accident, you know, any obstacles, uh-huh. bring it all on, right? You just feel 
still keep going. So there's so many benefits. Um, now, do you, what are some of the, uh, we talked about the benefits. So how about some of the obstacles, right? A couple obstacles you think um, that, that um, someone would, would be thinking about and how to kind of overcome them. One of the things I teach a lot of webinars for CPA Academy and I teach one called client relations. And I think it's so important that when people don't know you, they've never met you, that one, you give them that face-to-face -face time on Zoom. Because even before the pandemic, a lot of people had never used Zoom. And I always tell my clients, we're going to use Zoom, at least at the beginning, so that you understand my tone, you understand my personality. Because if I'm sending you emails and you don't know my personality and you don't know my tone, you could, could be, be misread. You think I'm being short with you, you know? And another thing is, always, always read frustration emails. Like I try to write them three times before I send them. Write it the first time the way you actually feel, read it, adjust it, right? Read it again, adjust it again, because tone is everything when you're remote, you know? People yeah. don't, they don't know the tone, you know? In being short, sometimes it, I'm like, it takes so okay. much effort to be like, hey, Bill, how are you? I hope you're doing well. And I just want to be like, Bill, you haven't sent me the checks I need. You know, but that would come off as rude and standoffish. I mean, <laughs> Hi, Bill. You know, I know we haven't talked in a bit. Did you by chance get around to, you know, the way that you say things is so much more important. Yeah. No, that's that, well said on that, too. It, it, um, I, I see um, how to communicate with your clients. Very important. Even your staff as well. Uh, but another one that I could think of are uh, distractions. Right. So. You know, I didn't have the, uh, I'm working remotely. <laughs> I, 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 I have this idea of my uh, podcast today and it didn't pan out, right? But still, I was focused on what I need to do, got something set up, boom, off we go, right? Uh -huh. So you have to set yourself, the whole meeting, you have to put yourself in it. I couldn't just, you know, go anywhere. I had to have that right environment where I would be comfortable for mm -hmm. this amount of time. So how, uh, there's a lot of distractions working from home, especially a family, kids, pets um neighbors i'm in new york city normally there's just people everywhere so how do you think um overcoming distractions um uh, uh, with some some ways to do that definitely an obstacle another webinar i actually teach for cpa academy because it's such a huge deal you know um i use t-sheets t-sheets is a game changer for me and um i not only do i absolutely love the company i've been with them since um, I've been using them rather since before they were even owned by QuickBooks. Um, mm -hmm. when Matt Russell was the CEO, he's fantastic. Um, but what I love about them is it for me is a mental clock in. Like I'm not billing my clients hourly. I'm doing value-based pricing. So right. I don't, I'm not clocking my time for the purpose of billing it to the client. I'm clocking my time for the purpose of, okay, now you're on the clock mentally go into work mode. I put my phone on do not disturb. I'm not checking social media, you know, and then when I'm not working on my clients, I am off the clock. I'm not checking work emails. I'm not looking at them. You know, if a client texts me and it's an emergency, of course I'll take their call or their text. Um, but I feel like it really helps you to be present when you're working and present when you're not, because otherwise you're sitting there being like, man, I should have checked some emails. I didn't really, you know, get this productive or maybe I should be doing laundry. You know, I'm a, I'm a woman, I'm at home, I don't have kids, but it's like, there's all the things I need to be cleaning the kitchen and doing laundry and all these things, you know? And on yeah. the clock, it's like, none of that matters, I'm at work. 
Yeah. And I feel like uh, it's a mental switch. Yep. Yeah. So you, you just have to be very uh, disciplined, right? And and yeah, there. In order to avoid the distractions, you have to be disciplined, time management, set mm -hmm. a schedule, um, and, and get, put yourself in a good environment too. You know, I mean, I I got a chair here and a, and a desk. That's all I need. But yeah, I I, I still create a home office. Mm -hmm. you know, in, in your space, no matter whatever you can get off of Amazon or your local store in the neighborhood. Now, uh, there's plenty of technology out there um, to utilize, but what, how, how the, the team, so now you have a remote team, everyone's remotely uh, working no matter where, and how do you keep them engaged uh, utilizing technology, would you say? We use all the technology. We love tech. Um, so with my clients, I use Lithio. It's a new software. Have you heard of it? Are you familiar? I've heard of it. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I, I work with Lithio and um, it's an app for my clients. I can request information. They can log in. My assistants can go in and request information from them and they can upload that. So I've really loved working with them. Um, in terms of working with my assistants, we use Slack um, if we need to text, basically. Um, we yep. use Sana for project management. Um, we use T-Sheets for time tracking. What else do we use? Receipt Bank, Portal. Um, now Receipt Bank. Now did, you, did you find these on your own? Were you recommended? recommended. How was your approach with your recommended? So it's best to ask fellow colleagues for what they're using. Because I know a lot of the, a lot of the product lines, will have, they have everything in one. But uh, normally that should work, but... It's best to get recommendations from colleagues because, yeah, I hear different types of uh, practice management systems all the time. So there's there's so many. So it's like, where do you start? It can be really overwhelming. And a lot of them, I find that a lot of them are almost too big. They, they yeah. want the subscription that they want isn't conducive to a new business owner. You know, right. even in the accounting world, like you're not going to pay. I think the most expensive one I pay for monthly is Receipt Bank. Um, but outside of that, I'm not paying over $300 a month for any specific tech stack, you know, unless it is critical. But even right. then, I can't pay for any of them more than that because I have so many. If there was one that bundled it all, Lucio does a lot of it. Um, but as they're new and they're rolling things out, I think I'll be able to kind of cut some of the other ones out and go full on in Lucio because I really like their platform. I really like their company. Yeah. Um, so get recommendations, work with them, and then some um, Some other, you'll realize, you know, what you like, what you don't like, and kind of streamline it. Yeah. And so now, speaking on remote, right? So um, remote is, is just, you know, in the States, right? No, it's everywhere, right? On a global scale, um, which has opened up during this pandemic, has opened up the eyes to everybody that it, it could be offshore uh, staffing. Are, are you currently working with any offshore staffing? Uh, yeah. Okay. And so how was the, how was the experience and how has that been set up? It was just like setting up a remote employee, right? Yeah. So the company is actually based in the U S um, okay. but the people are, are remote. Yeah, exactly. So, but in order to communication, all the softwares you said, it's still the same thing, right? It's the same. Yeah. We found them through QuickBooks connect. So they're yeah. trained the same way that I was trained and it's yep. the same way that my client, the same processes I have my clients on. Yep. So it's, it's so critical. I think that we all are in the same mindset. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're in, 
the Philippines or if you're in Philadelphia or if you're in Miami or you're in Mumbai, um, if you're in the UK or if you're in the United States. I mean, it just really doesn't matter where you are. You know, mm-hmm. Working remotely is anywhere. Right. Um, so uh, this has been awesome. Do you have any other final thoughts or anything else you want to say? I just want to encourage people to take the leap. I feel like people get um, nervous or they're scared. How am I going to find clients? But at the end of the day, people work with people they like and trust. You know, you don't have to be the, the best accountant. And I'm not saying this to degrade people's skill, but like people would rather work with somebody who's an eight out of 10 accounting, but a 10 out of 10 in personality or a 10 out of 10 in trust. They would take, they would probably even take a six. I know that they do because people come to me all the time whose books are a disaster, who had accountants. They had a four out of 10. You know, they would even rather take a six out of 10 from an accounting skill level. If you're a 10 out of 10 in response, if you're a 10 out of 10 in trust, if you're a 10 out of 10 easy to work with, you know, they want to work with somebody they can trust and understand and that will answer their calls. The biggest thing that I find with new clients is, they're leaving because the accountant doesn't answer their calls. And I laugh and I said, I don't take calls. I do take calls. They're just scheduled, but I never use a call. I'm always available on text. You know, if they need me, I'm there. Um, So I think that response is everything. And just start with your call, start with your warm leads. You know, everybody needs an accountant. So. Yeah. No, you're spot on. And, and a lot, everything that you've been saying, I could kind of just get it uh, along the lines of just always setting boundaries, right? Whether it be yourself, whether it be with your client, whether it be with your team, whether it be your entire company structure, you know, have the boundaries in place and be positive, be cheery, be brightful, be happy, right? The clients, they like you, um, they're going to work with you. And then, you know, and then look inside yourself and see, you know, Am I ready to make that leap to be remote? I think hearing these guys today, it's easy as cake, right? <laughs> so yeah, but the, uh, the idea is you, you have to have your boundaries and you have to have the belief and, 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 and you just have to do it. You have to do it. And then as, you, uh, as you're in the process of, you'll start seeing, okay, I can do this. Now, you know, where, where can I, um, you know, a lot of times people think they just have to 100% the first time get it right. No. I've <laughs> never. Yeah. Just have a plan. If you fail, if you uh, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Right. So keep that mindset. But if you have a plan in place, you know, and and some things don't happen, you just you do a little bit quick fixes, and it'll work. It'll work. Um, hearing it from you, you know, it, it worked since day one, and you're just put into a situation. And you loved it, right? So, um, well, that's all I have today. Uh, Katie, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and joining with me today remotely. We're both on vacation. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, any last uh, thoughts for the uh, audience today? I had one more comment for them. Go ahead. Clients are so forgiving. I feel like new business owners are like, what if I mess up? You know, the clients, in my experience, clients have never left over a mess up. If they left, it was because there was friction and their business model didn't match mine. You know what I mean? Either they wanted somebody who was in-house or that, whatever, you know, it was our business models don't line up, but it was never because I made a mistake and you make a mistake and you say, you call them and they don't find it. You find it first, right? Your job as the business owner is to find the mistakes. If there are any, right. I call them. I'm so sorry. I know I told you your number was a, your number is actually B. This is why it was different. I take full responsibility. It was my problem. I'm going to fix it. 
and the clients are usually like, don't worry about it. No problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, again, well said, well said. Uh, for everybody, again, Katie Maddox, founder and CEO of Millennial Accounting. Thank you so much again. Um, this was for uh, hashtag BKOT, how to build a kick-ass offshore team. Yeah. Uh, episode number 12 uh, and going. Uh, thank you for everybody for joining today. Please have a good weekend. Um, take care. Good night. Bye.